Mic check. One, two, one, two. Yo, what's up, man? Is this thing on? <laughs> We're the Queued Up Podcast on Podcast, your weekly source for podcast news, tips, and tricks. From production to promotion and everything in between. I'm John Luckenball. And I'm Matthew Stevens. Two podcast experts ready to help you every Wednesday. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Queued Up Podcast on Podcasting. As always, I am one of your hosts, Matthew Stevens. And as always, I am joined by the owner of Queued Up Audio, John Luckenball. John, how are you doing this fine, fine day? Matt, I am doing fantastic because let's pull back the current a little bit. Right now, as you're hearing this, I am on vacation. Not really right now, but when you are hearing this, I will be on a private beach. There you go. There you go. John's living it up over there. Uh, I'm going to be getting prepared for surgery. So, uh, <laughs> so John, if you want to switch places anytime, man, I will absolutely do that. <laughs> hmm. Let me think about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you let me know, John, you let me know. Uh, we've got an awesome episode for you. As always, uh, we're going to be talking about a new celebrity dipping into the podcasting game. Well, they've been in podcasting, but, uh, some purchasing happened, so they've been acquired uh amazon their reasoning for getting into podcasting hint it's money it's always money with amazon that's not really a shocker but we'll get into some of that stuff there online gamers are diving into podcasting and they have some pretty awesome quotes there a former industry leader says that audio is a big deal and will be around forever we'll talk about that but john let's talk about kind of the the hot button topic right this second and maybe it won't be by the time this comes around but pocket casts one of the largest uh, podcast apps out there. It's one that I use. I think, John, you had mentioned it's one that you use it as well. I do. I use that. They are scaling back up after getting acquired by Automatic. We had talked about it a handful of episodes ago. Automatic is the company that owns WordPress. So they have acquired Pocket Casts, and we had talked a little bit about what was going to happen there. And, John, they're hitting it right, exactly what we said was going to happen. They're working on improving how quickly Pocket Cast gets new episodes after they're published. So after doing a bunch of server changes, the caches need to get rebuilt. In a blog post, they mentioned it's taken a little bit longer than they expected, but once it's done, that will really help them uh, get things quicker. So for you Pocket Cast users out there, you're going to get episodes faster than you were previously after this small little hiccup, which is a awesome win for us users. How does that work, Matt? Because, I mean, they're already pretty quick right it's just refreshing your rss feed and it's there right so how how much quicker can you get an episode my guess and and certainly they're not going to give us all the nitty gritty details in there but my guess is that their server uh makes calls only so often as a way to save bandwidth and stuff like that now that you have automatic as kind of your your hosting provider is my guess uh since they do a lot of the wordpress hosting as well They've upgraded. They have faster servers. They're able to go ahead and do more calls to have RSS feeds update more frequently uh, instead of maybe every hour. Maybe it'll be every 15 minutes. So that would be kind of compared to like Spotify versus Apple for you podcasters out there. When you upload your podcast, Spotify is pretty much instant that, that Spotify recognizes the refreshed RSS and your, your episodes are available in comparison on apple when you upload a new podcast you know it could take half hour hour longer before 
it's available on that feed and you can find it through search or, or discovery, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and based on some recent glitches that Apple has had, maybe you'll never find that episode. <laughs> so Pocket Cast is certainly investing time, investing money into improving their service as a whole, uh, which is great. Congratulations. That's awesome. Pat on the back for that. One of the other things they're doing is they're localizing the app into the 12 languages users use most. So while I'm an English speaker, John, you're an English speaker, a lot of other languages are going to start getting incorporated in there. And as we've talked about, again, numerous times on this uh, uh, podcast, podcasting is more diverse than the U.S. population. And certainly it is a global phenomenon by itself. So having it in a bunch of other different languages, it will increase discoverability. It will increase, more importantly, their market share, which again, for you podcast users out there, getting in on that early might make a lot of sense for you so that way you could rise up their charts and do some cool things with Pocket Casts before they start localizing it into all of those languages. Some other really cool things they've done is Emmeline Berry is rejoining the team as a content curator and a podcaster liaison. Previously, she had been with the company until earlier in 2021, I believe. Uh, January, she had left to go somewhere else, is now back. Uh, she had been the content curator and I believe also like a customer support person. They have now given her a title, again, according to their own blog post of a podcaster liaison. My guess is, for again, for those podcasters out there or agencies like ourselves, we're going to be able to talk to Emmeline Barry and hear a little bit more about uh, getting featured on things, making sure that your podcast is showing up in the app properly, making sure any of the bugs that users are having can be addressed uh, a little bit easier and ensuring that, again, you're getting discovered a little bit easier too. Why would that be important, Matt? Discoverability is the key of everything, John. It's great to have a podcast, but if nobody's listening, do you really have a podcast? Uh, the answer is obviously yes. You're still pushing out something on an RSS feed. So yes, you're still having a podcast. But philosophically, it's uh, no. That's the way to gain listeners. By, exactly. by being able to being featured on a aggregator app like like uh, Pocket Cast, then you have potentially hundreds of thousands of eyeballs or earbuds, <laughs> yes. right, uh, right there for you to for you to potentially listen to your podcast. Definitely, so that's huge. We'll have to see how Emmeline Barry does in this role more specifically, and I'm sure as she comes back in and and things kind of get back up to speed. I'm sure Pocket Cast will include us in on what is happening there uh, and maybe how this all ties in a little bit better rather than just kind of the titles they have given her at this point. They've also done something else cool, which is private episodes on Patreon had not been downloading previously. It was a little bug. Patreon had fixed some stuff or some changed some stuff on their end. Pocket Cast hadn't yet adapted to that. So they are getting on that and they're pushing out a fix that they believe will correct that now. So Again, by the time that you guys are listening to this episode, hopefully that's all been fixed. But I want to point this out as Pocket Casts, we've, we've talked so negatively about Apple recently and a handful of other apps out there. Pocket Casts with this acquisition from Automatic is clearly putting the effort into making a better podcast app. And as one of the largest out there to begin with, that is good news. It's, it's showing that podcasting is going in the right direction. With podcast apps like Pocket Cast leveling up their game, podcasting looks to be in good hands. Now, that's something a former internet industry leader has echoed, John. 
Why don't you tell us a little bit about Ben Horowitz? Ben Horowitz. He of the uh, AOL and Netscape fame back in those early days. Cue that sound effect. Yeah. Yeah. For, for any people that are, you know, what, 30 years old and older. Uh, yeah. The dial up modems. You guys don't have to deal with that now. But, oh, boy, that was a noise. So anyway, he is the co-founder of the venture capital firm, Andreessen Horowitz, and they believe the future is in audio. So he specifically says, audio broadcasting is 100% a big deal and is going to be around forever. It's amazing. Maybe not in that inflection, but... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But Sean, uh, Ben is now my new favorite person because he's, I mean, he's right. And, uh, you know, you pointed out he was an executive over AOL. Uh, he worked with Netscape. He's been around the internet since the internet was the internet. Uh, the guy clearly knows what fads happen and and when something is is dipping and when something is around to stay. The fact that he says this is around to stay is certainly no shock to podcasters out there. If you're in this industry, you're kind of betting on it sticking around. But this is, again, just another one of these quotes that add into the file folder that is just the medium is getting that recognition. The medium is is getting uh, uh, paid attention to in that way. When we start talking about advertisers, when we start talking about brands, when we start talking about all that stuff later on down the road, it all starts with a guy like this, a, a guy who owns a venture capital firm, a guy who was an industry leader in the internet, saying that he believes this is a thing. We see it with stocks all the time, John. This type of comment, Make stocks go up. Now, podcasting doesn't have a stock by itself, but that stock's going straight up. So let's do it. What's the most important aspect of a film? Well, it depends on the, the filmmaker. Uh, if you ask Michael Bay, it's explosions. Uh, if you ask any normal human being, it's sound. It's got to be it's sound. sound and visual. If you're watching something and it sounds like crap, you're going to turn it off. So even though it's a visual medium, the sound, I mean, this is coming from a sound engineer, too. So sound is most important. If it doesn't sound good, it's not going to look good. But anyhow, in your comparison, many filmmakers thought sound was a fad in the late 1920s. But by the early 1930s, audiences went watch films without sound. We connect the sound. We connect the voices. Podcasts aren't going anywhere. That's so true. And, and you know, even further, granted, sound is so important. But I mean, people will watch subtitled films. I mean, the, the average user isn't going to watch something with subtitles because even though it has sound, it's not the, quite the same. So clearly, audio is important. Yeah, I see you, John. I see you. I'm raising my hand on that one. <laughs> a, a little bit of subtitles I can deal with, but my eyes are so bad. My couch is so far away from my TV. My TV is so small. If there are subtitles or if I'm supposed to read a cell phone on a, on a video screen, uh -huh. I'm not. I usually look at my wife. I'm like, did you see that? No. Nope, neither did I. <laughs> Hope it wasn't an important part of the story. So John's not watching any foreign films is what I'm hearing. <laughs> well, Money Heist is incredible. I will watch that. Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, again, as I mentioned, an industry leader saying this, it might not necessarily impact the, the average independent uh, podcaster, but it just goes to create that overall feeling that podcasting is a rising medium. And we see it in numbers all over the place. But don't take Ben Horowitz's opinion on the matter. Podcasting is clearly attracting some of the faces of the latest youth movements merging with competitive gaming. John, Brian Awadis, 
who is the co-founder of the esports organization FaZe Clan, I feel so old saying this, is jumping into podcasting. He just recently started up the podcast All Grown Up. Now, for those people out there, he's he's 24, so he's not all grown up. Let's be real, first and foremost. But for those people out there that maybe aren't into competitive gaming, you're not out there playing Valorant or, or PUBG, uh, FaZe Clan is essentially a group of gamers who compete in a variety of games from CSGO to FIFA, which is your soccer games, to PUBG, which is like a third-person shooter. Now, that might seem like you're like, yeah, all right, who, who, who cares? The prizes for these competitions are like tens of millions of dollars. These guys make more than your average athlete. Ball players, football players, soccer players, they're they're signing deals for tens and hundreds of millions of dollars. It's so, an actual career. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's insane. So the fact that the youth, again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show my age here. I'm going to say the youth, not get off my lawn. But the, the youth is clearly getting into, uh, into podcasting, and we've talked about it previously. We've seen all the studies that the boomer generation isn't necessarily doing quite as well in this regard. It's an untapped potential, but the youth is, is certainly there. That's the thing that is going to drive this up is your, your 18 to 24-year-olds. That's the coveted ad spot for a lot of people is that, that early young adult group that has their own disposable income. And certainly if you're a competitive gamer, you have a lot of disposable income floating around. There's a reason why all these guys have like Lamborghinis and stuff. But it, it just shows how hot it is right now. And John, Awadis has more than 20 million followers and subscribers across various social media platforms. That's not an insubstantial amount. So again, pointing to how popular online gaming is. But for you podcasters out there, this is where you're going you're gonna to love this. FaZe Clan EVP of content, Bill McCullough, points to podcasting's audience engagement and loyalty as an important factor. He says, specifically, we are trying to expand formats and platforms altogether. And we're looking at podcasts as a great opportunity for that. Obviously, the audience is very loyal and engagement is very high. This is coming from a, a guy that ultimately has 20 million followers on social media. And he's saying podcasting is where the loyalty and audience engagement is. That means you independent podcasters need to be listening to that. It is huge, Matt. We've already been over the benefits of using podcasts to connect with audiences. So podcasters tend to be highly engaged. 80% of them listen to all or most of every podcast episode they start. Podcast listeners are also more likely to follow brands on social media. And to further that, podcast listeners are much more active on every social media channel. 94% are active on at least one versus 81% for the entire population. And 69% of listeners agreed that podcast ads increase their awareness of products, brands, and services. Podcasting also helps raise awareness to reach new audiences by increasing visibility, diversity, and connection. That's exactly what he's saying. To continue that, I mean, you talked about the advertising, you talked about the brand stuff. Uh, journalist and host of FTW with Imad Khan uh, believes advertisers are seeing the potential in podcasts. And he says, quote, you have a very captive audience that will stick around for 30 minutes, up to a couple of hours, depending on the popularity of the person. And I think advertisers are starting to realize the power of that versus plugging in a 30-second ad between a bunch of other 30-second ads on television. And John, again, it seems like we talk about this every single episode, but 
Ahmad Khan is 100% right. I, I don't even watch television anymore. I turned on the, the most recent uh, football game, watching a little preseason football. I was so annoyed by the first ad. I'm so used to streaming stuff that either I'm able to skip the ads or I don't have ads at all in some cases. Sitting there watching a bunch of car commercials and beer commercials and local news commercials, it was like, just get back to the game already. Let's do it. Clearly, this is a, a, a critical thing when you deal with podcasting. And as we've discovered before, John, podcasters, podcast listeners don't seem to really care too much about the ads. A little bit of ad here and there is completely digestible. And when you've got a guy like this who has 20 million followers, you're able to go ahead and engage with him for 30 minutes to an hour to a couple of hours. Oh, the money's got to be rolling in. And your listeners will then engage with that ad. So as if this wasn't enough of an indication, ad money is starting to move into podcasting in a big way. Another industry leader is also making the same case, Matt. Yes, yes, they are. Amazon. Again, we talked about them. It's obviously always about money. So let's learn about why they dove into podcasting. Again, hint, it's money. Uh, Amazon acquired the podcast Smartless earlier in the year. We talked about it. You can go visit a previous episode for that. It gave them a one-week exclusivity deal. Now, we all kind of made fun of it. Well, everyone made fun of it. I pointed out there's a little bit more to that story than meets the eye. One-week exclusivity deal, considering that I believe it was like $20 million was the estimate per year that they're paying for that one-week exclusivity. It clearly isn't about the one week, is it? No. And as it turns out, there's, there's more to meets the eye there, John. It seems a deal was made not for distribution rights, Matt, but for the rights to sell advertising slots during the show. <laughs> Smartless has between 7 and 10 million downloads an episode. According to some sources that were close to the numbers per Bloomberg, they make approximately 6 to $7 million a year in ad revenue prior to Amazon purchasing it. Now, this gives Amazon some super valuable inventory, and they already have the platform needed after their deal with Wondery. So it looks like this is Amazon positioning themselves to be one of the biggest names in podcast advertising. We talk about with the PodTrack charts where we, we note how many shows a publisher has, and that being so important to be able to sell ads across that entire network. If you have one show doing a million downloads, that's great. If you have 100 shows that are doing 100 million, well, that's even better, especially since some of your higher ones, your 7 to 10 million, will carry the ones that are doing 500,000, will carry the ones doing 200,000. So that way you can grow those. And with cross-promotion, you can do some cool things. So it's pretty clear Amazon is creating a network of podcasts that they want to be able to launch ads across the board. And Amazon already does a lot with advertising. Uh, head of Amazon Music, Steve Bloom indicated the moves are largely for the, that, that money, the dollar-dollar bills, y'all. Quote, to become a player in the audio advertising market for podcasting, we need to be an intellectual property owner. The market for audio ads is growing quickly. Consumer behaviors are evolving, and this is a global opportunity. Again, independent podcasters, you probably don't own a network. You're probably not getting 7 to 10 million downloads an episode. But as we discuss every time we start talking about the money coming into podcasting, it starts off with companies like this. And then it trickles down as you start seeing those ads happen. And as advertisers and brands start going, oh, there's great engagement. Look to our last episode for some talks specifically about how well ads do on podcasting compared to other forms. Once brands start noticing that, they start tossing money at all types of podcasters, and we're seeing stupid money go around right now. So 
just a matter of time before your wallet gets a little thicker. That's right, man. So a couple of stats to back that up, Matt. Amazon has become the third giant in digital advertising behind Google and Facebook. In the latest reports, advertising has generated more than $7 billion in sales, only about 7% of overall revenue. With a 10% share of all digital advertising in the U.S., audio advertising is a growing part of that. Now, Vice President of IAB, Eric John, says it's still a nascent marketplace relative to video streaming, but podcast is literally doubling in size. The IAB projects that podcast advertising revenue will top $1 billion this year for the first time, and then more than double to $2.2 billion by 2023. He goes on to say advertising is the fastest growing part of Amazon's business. Their approach to content like this is it creates an on-ramp for loyalty within the Amazon universe. And that makes complete sense. Again, we see it with Apple. We see it with Netflix. We see it with all of these major brands, these major networks. If I'm Amazon, I want to sell more subscriptions to Amazon Music. So what's the best way to do that? To get all of your favorite podcasts on there. Not only can I sell you ads, I can also sell you subscriptions to Amazon Prime. And once I've gotten you in that ecosystem, I can sell you subscriptions to Audible. I can sell you subscriptions to this service and this service and this service. And all of a sudden, you're Apple all the way. You've got robots in your house. I'm picking up ad money left and right. It's perfect for them, even if it's not necessarily their biggest part of their business per se. These numbers are crazy, Matt. I mean, Smartless, six to seven million prior to Amazon. One show is creating six to seven million dollars of ad revenue of opportunity. Just one show. If you have a whole network of all these shows, that's large bags of cash. Absolutely. And again, we certainly see some of those numbers in total, but I want to caution people to go, all right, six to seven million dollars a year. Granted, they get, let's just say, seven million downloads per episode. That's a lot of downloads. So their CPM, not exactly great either. So clearly, it looks like there is some room for Amazon to grow that CPM a little bit, make a little bit more money with a a, a major brand. And again, you independent podcasters might start seeing the CPM that Smartless was getting. As Amazon and these other brands start pushing those numbers higher, that CPM, your cost per thousand listeners, once they start pushing that higher and higher and higher, it's now $100, $200, $300. Well, all of a sudden, now $15 for your podcast seems a lot better, doesn't it? Right? So Pays for your all hosting. of us start making money. Exactly. Exactly. So go, go on Smartless. You make that money. You do what you do. Amazon, you do what you do. Please start pushing more money into this. It, it's good stuff. Now, John, based on where podcast charts and the news we've been seeing for years is that celebrity podcasts are where it's at for networks. We're just talking about it now. So it makes sense that yet another celebrity is getting paid for their podcasts. Yeah. Um. Kicking it to the brothers on the corners and the alleys. Throw your hands in the air. Do you know who that's from? <laughs> John, I do only because I'm an old man that is going to kick some kid off my lawn soon. That is Be Real of the Cypress Hill group. One of my favorite hip-hop artists ever. The maker of hits like Insane in the Brain, Lowrider, Dr. Green Thumb. Hit them high from the original Space Jam soundtrack. How about that one? <laughs> and of course... One of the most classic tracks, Throw Your Hands in the Air with uh, EPMD and Redman. And uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is interesting, man. Well, Podcast One announced that it secured the exclusive sales and distribution rights for Be Real's Dr. Green Thumb podcast. So it's maybe not as huge as we were talking about. We don't know the terms of it. I mean, it could be for a dollar. It could be for $8 million. It could be for $20 million if you're the smartless guys. 
Uh, but it is, again, an indication that celebrity podcasts are certainly getting bought up left and right by networks. We heard Amazon just talk about it. They want to go ahead and grow an intellectual property. They want to do those things. So money is certainly there if you have a big enough podcast. I don't know exactly what Be Real's podcast is pulling down in terms of listeners. I'll be honest, I haven't listened to very much of it. Uh, I picked up an episode for a few minutes. Not necessarily my jam. Celebrity podcasts are clearly such a hot commodity. If you're a celebrity out there, you should already have a podcast. It's dumb for you not to. At this point, you see the money getting thrown around. How much time does it take? You're going to hire a, an agency like ours anyway to go ahead and do it. By the way, if you're a celebrity and you want to start on uh, mypodcastagency.com or info at q qd-up.com, that's how you can get a hold of us. We too can go ahead and make sure that you get set up uh, with a really awesome podcast that sounds great, looks great, feels great, is marketed wonderfully, and you too can get bought up by uh, uh, Amazon or Podcast One. It shows that, that podcasting is such a hot commodity right now and that we're seeing money get thrown around left, right, and center for these types of things. So independent podcasters, it gives you something to shoot for. Make your podcast good enough, and some people will start paying attention in a, in a, in a write-you-a-check kind of way. That's awesome. I like those. Yeah, me too. Me too, man. I, I, I appreciate getting written checks. So what's your favorite Cypress Hill song? Insane in the Brain is uh, always there that's for me. my jam. But I came in right around the time, I think I was like middle school, high school probably, when Superstar came on. And it was played, it had to have been high school because it was played in the locker room. Oh, yeah. I uh, had that. For, before football games. So when I DJ, I have that. I actually have doubles of that. I used to, I used to beat juggle that. Good song. Oh, Good song so to beat awesome. juggle. My introduction was definitely Insane in the Brain off of, uh, this might be too young for you, Matt. MTV Party to Go tapes. Do you remember them cassettes? <laughs> No, nah, man. <laughs> do you remember what a cassette is? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I do. I do. Remember, I put my cassette You had in a Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> yes, you did. I wonder how Teddy Ruxpin would, would deal with with uh, Be Real. Oh, I'm curious now, especially with rap. I, I imagine hip-hop, it would do so well in that versus Metallica, where you're getting a lot of like the, the drum and, and that stuff. Anyway, all of this is to really say that if you're an independent podcaster out there, there's clearly money in this. There's clearly a growing market for podcasting. So don't get discouraged. If things aren't quite working out for you right now, tweak your strategy, figure out maybe what you could do better and improve upon it. Clearly, there is a light at the end of that tunnel that is big dollars. And even if you don't necessarily earn those big dollars, even if you're not getting $20 million for your podcast, like the smartless guys, it's evolving. Keep sticking with it and some good things will keep happening. So uh, this is kind of our, our weekly reminder that Kick ass. Take names, man. Do it. You're already doing the hard part, which is sitting down and recording. And if you're not doing that yet and you're thinking about getting into podcasting, man, the numbers we're throwing around, if that doesn't entice you to at least try it out, I don't know what will. So uh, if you need help with your podcast, to do the obvious plug, mypodcastagency.com. John, myself, and the team here at Queued Up can hook you up, make sure that your podcast is at the top of the charts, make sure that you're doing exactly what you should be doing, help you out with everything from pre-production, script writing, all the way through to production, mastering, music beds, and the marketing of your podcast uh, to help you out. So hit us up on any of our social media channels, or again, mypodcastagency.com or info at qd-up.com. Now, one last note here, Matt, before we sign off. So our upcoming schedule, we have an episode coming up next week with team member Izzy 
and we're going over how to do better podcast interviews, which is a super interesting conversation. But like we said at the beginning of this episode, we have some vacations coming up. We have some surgeries coming up. Who goes where? I don't know. We'll have to talk about that later, Matt. But consistency is queen, right? The show must go on. So rather than stalling out the podcast, we will pre-record podcasts that come out, that continue to come out. So along with the show with Izzy, we will be also having a couple solo episodes coming up where we take some deeper dives into some specific content areas, marketing, audio tech, things like that. We'll provide an example of what possibly or what will be coming down the pipe here for the Queued Up podcast. Yeah, absolutely. To tease it a little bit further, John, uh, for those people out there, we're, we've been talking about splitting the podcast into two different things. One, news, where we get a chance to give our opinion like we are right now. And another one that is very explicitly tips and tricks in short format. Things that are 10, 15, 20 minute long podcasts at the most that give you actionable things to improve your sound, to improve your audio production, to improve your marketing, to improve your podcast from A to Z. So if that's something that you want to see from us, feel free. Hit us up on social media. Tell us, hey, I, I want to know about this thing. I want to know about that thing. Can you teach me how to do this? And we will absolutely make sure that those are the first episodes that we record for those uh, for that podcast. And then again, as John noted, we'll, we'll kind of we'll give you some more details both on social media and here on the Queued Up Podcast on podcasting about exactly what we're doing and, and when those things will drop more specifically. But I uh, wanted to give a quick shout out and, and a quick note to all the people that are listening uh, that we are going to be divvying things up a little bit in the next, uh, in a few weeks. So keep your eyes and ears out for the Queued Up Podcast on podcasting and its sister podcast, I'm going to say, I don't know what the name is yet. All right, guys, well, for our 45th episode, it has been an absolute treat to talk to all of you guys about what podcasting is going on right now. And uh, again, follow us on all the relevant social media channels or contact us at mypodcastagency.com. John, a pleasure as always. Have a good one, guys, and we will see you next Wednesday. That's all for today's podcast news, tips, and tricks. You can find us at mypodcastagency.com or on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook at QDUP Audio. Make sure to share us with your podcast friends and follow us on your favorite podcasting app. Thanks for podcasting with us, and we'll talk to you next Wednesday.